Good morning, Jeff. It's Mike. How's it going today? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm pretty awesome, actually. I'm currently driving around in the car, as I often do for the podcast, and so I wanted to thank you for joining me this morning. Awesome. No worries. Super pumped to uh, to do a, an interview. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Um, so let's start off for those of those of my listeners who don't necessarily know you. Uh, maybe you could just give me a quick introduction to who you are and what you do. Uh, for sure. Uh, my name is Jeff Sims. I am the owner of Bike Monkey, a uh, bicycle uh, skate shop, uh, skate as in hockey or a uh, pod skating shop in Toronto, Nova Scotia. Um, yeah, we've recently moved down to uh, the Esplanade, which is near uh, Via Rail, so it's been a super good move. Um, a lot of foot traffic, a lot of good vibe happening in downtown Toronto right now, so yeah. Awesome. So how did you, so you're not, (laughs) perfect. So you're not just someone who just thought, Hey, I think I'll buy a, you know, I think I'll open a bike shop. Biking is somewhat ingrained in you. So maybe you can tell people a little bit about how you started with cycling and sort of the degree to which you've been involved in cycling throughout your life. Yeah, for sure. Um, so many moons ago, you know, I bought my, my first bike, you know, I had lots of bikes as kids, but what I call my first real bike, you know, I was probably 12 and sold a dirt bike. And uh, my parents thought I was crazy because I wanted to spend a thousand dollars on a bicycle. <laughs> and uh, it really all uh, it uh, took off from there. You know, it was, uh, it was my means of freedom and uh, exploring and, uh, you know, and quite a passion grew from that. Um, got involved in the uh local like uh bicycle Nova Scotia racing and uh for many years kind of traveled Nova Scotia doing that and you know uh, feeding the passion and you know um yeah you know as I grew up I uh, drifted away from it a bit but always came back to it and you know I was always so intrigued just in in riding but also in repairing so it was nothing to tear a bike completely apart the night before a race and rebuild her to make sure it's just just top notch and you know yeah. with that comes a few uh lessons learned but uh, <laughs> uh so yeah many many years i've been tinkering i'm uh i'm 38 now and like i say i started it when i was 12 but uh as i kind of went through life you know i always had uh part-time jobs or jobs in sports stores and bicycle shops and uh so it's it's kind of um in the end it was a no brainer it was uh it was the only thing that was uh really calling out that didn't feel like work every day you know put the smile on your face just uh, just to show up and and get out of bed it was it's so pretty excited to be able to take the two passions in life you know like hockey and cycling and and make a business out of it so right yeah, and of- i think that i think that that's one of the cool things about about you know, my understanding of your story is that it's not, again, it's not someone who was just like, Oh, I think this would be a good business. It was someone who was like, I do this every day and it would be awesome if this was what I got to do instead of having to work through the things I don't want to do to get to the thing I love. It's like, okay, well, let's turn the thing I love into the thing I do. Um, there's a, uh, there's a, a quote in a, um, there's a book I really like called the way of the peaceful warrior. It's this older book by this guy named Dan Millman. And he's talking about someone who's trying to, you know, find their way. And he says like a, a warrior as they describe it 
uh, doesn't give up what they love. They find the love in what they do. And I thought it was very interesting to see, um, you know, I, I see that same sort of thing with your story. So, um, then not only do you have a team of employees, but you have an actual team. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about the bike monkey team and, and what you guys do and, and how that sort of came about? Yeah, for sure. Um, my whole, uh, idea when I opened my bike shop or, you know, what I put to paper was, uh, creating a bike shop and a program for, uh, youth, you know, uh, starting with, uh, grassroots and, and really trying to feed that passion. So we have a, uh, quite a large club, um, and we really focus on kids, you know, uh, nine years of age to 14 years of age is kind of my main focus, but it's, it's really just trying to share what I received when I was that age, you know, the passion and the love for the sport. So we do, um, yeah, a lot of mentoring here in our local community with a, a kid short track program. Um, and then our race team also does a lot of training together and, uh, traveling throughout Nova Scotia, a little bit of the PEI and New Brunswick. And we, uh, and we do the races, the provincial races, so it's been uh, super rewarding and exciting. Um, yeah, just trying to build the future of, you know, sport and getting kids out and getting them active. And, yeah, so we have quite an active club. We do a lot of training together, uh, indoors, outdoors, you know, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, I was formerly involved with uh, field hockey for a long time in Nova Scotia. And, and our my, you know, sort of my love was always like, seeing people starting the sport and just the sort of overwhelming, like, Oh my God, this is so exciting. Um, you know, cause you can sort of, as you said, you kind of move away from things as you get older and, and sort of instilling that love at that early age can be such a big change. I, I grew up, uh, biking a lot. I grew up in the Annapolis Valley. Yeah. Um, like you, you know, my, my friends were, you know, my friends didn't live next door like they do now. My friends lived a town away or, you know, a, 15 minute drive or whatever it was. So yeah, being able sure. to hop on my bike in the morning and be like, okay, I'm, you know, I, I live in Wolfville. I'm driving to Kensal today because I want to go play at this park with my friends. Um, yeah. So I think that having that freedom is really something that's really, uh, really interesting. So mm. now uh, this is something that I thought was kind of cool that you guys have now in the shop. So I have a few friends that are triathletes in Ottawa Um and so they do off-season training, and I've watched them do off-season training, and it's it results in a bike up on blocks uh, while they watch a YouTube video showing them how hard they should be biking. Uh, you have sure. some tools that allow you to do things a little bit differently. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about the uh, the trainers that you have in place right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, so indoor training and spinning has really evolved over the last number of years. It's pretty crazy to think... Um, indoor training can almost be like gaming now, you know, uh, for many years. Yeah. Like you mentioned, we jumped on the trainer. We either watched the news and got a workout in, or we uh, put on a YouTube program or a spinnerful DVD or what have you, and, and just mashed it out and somebody yelled at you and that's what you did. Uh, but with today, <laughs> <laughs> today's technology is, it's all about uh, smart trainers, interactive trainers. Um, it's pretty impressive. Uh, so we do have uh, some trainers here that, totally control your bike you get on and you go through the motions however um on the tv screen or the computer screen you're looking at 
when you hit a hill, your trainer loads down. You know, like when you start descending, it gets easier. So it's um, it's very interactive. I have some good friends. Uh, whether you're in Korea, you know, working, or you're in uh, in your basement at your house, that we ride together. You know, and we're all in our own homes, but we're on the TV screen riding together. You know, you can throw right. elbows, you can text each other, and it, it's <laughs> super cool. And it, you know, it's it's so interactive for myself. It's it's really right now the only reason I get on a trainer is because it's like a video game. It's like it takes the monotonous out of sitting there spinning away. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I used to do. Uh, I used to run before I had uh, some kids and some knee problems and all that kind of stuff. And at one point, I I was on a. Uh, a new treadmill. I always hated running on treadmills because I hated just sort of like, okay, here I am running. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving. Um, yeah. but one of the, one of the gyms that I worked out at had a, a new trainer that it was the same idea where it was like, okay, well, here's the map. Here's where you are. And it changed the, you know, how hard it was based on where you were on that map. And you could show other people who were racing at the same time. And I think that, I think that it's really great that companies who build this sort of stuff are understanding that like, look, you can't change whether or not people are going to use technology. Kids like iPads, adults yeah. like smartphones. That's kind of how it is. But to be able to sort of integrate that with, you know, physical fitness and, and also sort of the enjoyment level of things, I think is, uh, is really quite unique. So, so your shop, um, you carry sort of a, a wide gamut of products. So you carry sort of for relative beginners all the way up to basically competitive racers. Um, that's right how difficult is it for someone who's getting started to sort of get a gauge of what they should be looking for in a bike, um, when they come to the shop? Um, it's not overly hard. We, we have, uh, some great staff here that are well-versed in going through the motions of, you know, where, what, when, you know, what, what are you, you know, what's the budget? What's the, where do you feel you're going to ride mostly? And, and, um, so it's a pretty painless, um, conversation you know you come in and uh we're excited that you that you've come through the doors and uh sometimes it takes two or three visits before you know maybe uh two or three test rides before we kind of get an idea of where what fits you what where you belong with a bike but today's technology there's so many different realms whether it's mountain bikes hybrids road bikes you know bmx it's uh it's pretty cool so it's um can be a little overwhelming but it's pretty exciting process as well yeah. Well, and I think having a team in place, like, so, you know, having a staff who actually uh, have been around this for their lives, like, it's not like, you know, like if I go to, you know, unfortunately, locally, if I go to like Canadian Tire to pick up a bike for my kid, there's like a guy who's like, yeah, that's the aisle with bikes. Um, I guess that's where they are. Um, yeah. You know, so it's a whole different experience. So I think having staff who actually are riders and who like you have always wanted to tinker and always wanted to play around makes a, a big difference in, uh, in, in that field. Um, oh, for sure. So a lot of the people that I, that listen to the podcast are entrepreneurs, small business owners. So I wanted to briefly talk actually, um, and I, I didn't actually mention this before, so hopefully <laughs> we're able to, but, uh, about the idea of, commuting as your as your sort of uh your bike training so um can you talk to us a little bit about maybe some ways that you can turn biking into something that's not necessarily just 
what you do when you get away from everything, but turning it into sort of a, a regular thing. Like what are some things that people should be aware of if they're talking about, you know, maybe starting to bike to work? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a tricky one. I mean, we can definitely, uh, there's so many elements to this one, but you know, it, it starts with creating a habit and, and just doing it. You know, there's definitely some, some real hard days <laughs> with weather and with, uh, just, time restraints and all that but uh you know um safety you know like be safe it's uh cars are busy but you can you know you can create time in your day by getting your ride in as your commute you know you can you know start your day off on a pretty awesome foot with you know a bit of fresh air and fitness before you even show up to the office um that's really what excites me about commuting you know it's that uh 20 30 minutes of like just doing what you love and forgetting about everything else. But uh, the elements can be, you know, the big factor, uh, which make it hard to want to keep doing it. But you just keep doing it, you know, buy some quality gear, clothing, you know, uh, keeps you dry and warm and, um, you know, lights keep you safe. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rewarding once you get into that routine. Well, that was one of the things. So I, when I was running, I was working, uh, helping manage a computer shop in downtown Halifax. And I lived about 5K away. And so what I used to actually do, we had a, a full uh, a full washroom with shower and everything at the office. So I would actually go for a run in the morning, have my shower. We had a coffee maker. So coffee was made when I popped out of the shower. And uh, being able to sort of have that, like, so it's like, okay, well, it's 9 o'clock. I've had an awesome workout. I've had a coffee. I'm refreshed. I feel good, and and sort of changes the whole uh, the whole way that your day starts. You know, it's, it's, the drudgery is gone in those cases. So. Oh, for sure. You know, and as life gets busy too, for you know, for myself, that uh, commute is the uh, is the time I get my fitness in. So it's not taken away from my family time. You know, so it's uh, it's meeting that happy medium. Uh, yeah. Right. So nice. Um, so if someone is, is really just starting out biking, I mean, I think one of the things you hit on that I never really thought of is like, you know, go try out a bike, like actually ride a bike and see what it's like. But for someone who's just getting started in cycling, uh, what are some things you recommend for someone getting started? Well, uh, definitely, you know, go into your local bike shops, your small shops, you know, like us here at Bike Monkey and, uh, you know, get uh, ask those questions. You know, um, you know, get on a throw leg over a bike, and you know, find the right size frame that fits you, and uh, uh, start with that. You know, and then you know, a lot of shops like ourselves. You know, we have rentals, we have demos, we have you know, the ability to send you out and get that experience, with maybe not knowing what the budget is. But um, I think key, uh, like we touched on before, the big box stores, key is when you come through the doors, it's like, it's not a cookie-cutter bike. It's, you know, uh, many different frame sizes, you know, different saddles. Everything is interchangeable and, and custom to your needs, you know, whether you have mobility issues or comfort issues or, like, it's, that's that's really where it starts is getting getting the conversation started and, and getting, the, you know, a, a proper sizing done and uh, going from there. Yeah. And so you mentioned family. So you've sort of your your shop is sort of a family affair as well. Uh, yeah. You sort of make sure that everyone's involved in the process, and and I, I really like that aspect because it's 
you know, I, I know all these people who like, I know kids that are, that are the same age as my son, where if I say like, Oh, what does your dad do? They're like, uh, I don't know. He leaves, he's got a shirt yeah. on and then he comes back later and he's got the same shirt on. It seems so, so how have you sort of like, why is it important for you to make sure that your family is, uh, sort of involved in and part of what you do why why is that something that you're uh, you're keen on well it's um you know for us it's instilling that active lifestyle right off the get-go um you know with any luck when when our kids reach their uh, 15 20 25 years of age it's, it's just part of the routine you know they, they carry the torch and uh um being a small business owner it means a lot of time is spent here at the shop you know, so having my family involved is uh, is quality time here at work, which then doesn't make it seem like work. You know, I'm not missing uh, a lot of the big days and the big excitements uh, of life when uh, when they can be here enjoying it with me. And um, yeah, so I think the big one for us is just like creating that quality of life. You know, of uh, you know, giving our kids the uh, the enjoyment that we that we get out of sport and fitness and healthy lifestyles so yeah right my son is uh i the only sport that i sort of regularly play right now is ice hockey um yeah. i didn't i didn't i didn't play growing up at all and then um basically a few years ago I learned to skate joined an adult beginner program that they have in the city that's kind of blown up a little bit and uh, my son, every single uh, day that I come home after a game, we play, you know, late nights because that's when you can get ice time. Yeah. Um, but every morning, if I played the day before, my son asks me, you know, how was the game? Did I score? Do I play in the yeah. NHL? Uh, he, he, the other day he told me, when I told him that I don't play in the NHL, he told me to keep trying because, yeah. you know, someday that could happen. And I think it's really interesting to uh, – sort of include kids last night i'm on my way right now to the annapolis valley for a, a session that i'm showing a business some social media stuff and last night when i was working on it my son was playing and he sort of wandered up to the table where i was working on the presentation he was like can i help and normally i would sort of be like and i think most of us would be like no i'm working on yeah. this i gotta work on this i'm sorry and instead i was like yeah man i'm looking for a i'm looking for a picture for this like what would you use and he like kind of looked through pictures and so he chose a few that I kept in that I was like, you know what, that's probably not the ideal picture for this, but you chose it, and I, you know, I like it. So, um, yeah. I think involving kids in our lives on a on a really on a regular basis um, is just such a a reward when you get to do that. So I think that uh, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Is there? A, so I'm not going to keep you much longer because I know this is your this is your work day, and I have appreciated. Uh, having you on, but is there anything that you want to sort of close with some, some advice or some things that you want to share with people about, you know, whether it's bike monkey or ice monkey, the, uh, the hockey side of things, if there's something that you, uh, think people should know about you or about churro or about the shop that you want to share with them? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a lot of yeah, there sure is, you know, uh, yeah, I just like to, you know, thank you very for the time of listening and you know uh, yeah having me on here has been kind of a, a new experience for me but super exciting and uh you know come on by sometime and uh you know say hi pop into the staff and say hi uh, at bike monkey here and uh you know in the winter time if you're if you're in the area we have a beautiful uh ice pad that's just being uh, put back in for the winter uh so come have a skate you know get a skate sharpened and uh some great coffee shops nearby and uh 
Yeah, come check out Truro. It's uh, downtown Truro is really thriving right now. It's an exciting time to be down here. And uh, yeah, definitely come check awesome. us out at Bike Monkey. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Jeff. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Mike. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.